So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay here. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 219 for October 13th. 2019. My name is Nathan Reetenspruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. Hello. And of course, I'm your host. Uh, nobody else is here today. It's just us. Uh, and next week, I'm not going to be here. So it's going to be you and possibly Connor, maybe. Possibly. You, you know that that's going to go well. Oh, yeah. So what, what games have you played this week and where can we find you? Well, you know, as usual, been playing the world of Warcraft. You haven't canceled your subscription yet? I have not canceled my subscription because I am a bad person. Okay, we'll talk about why you're a bad person later. Uh so World of War World of Warcraft, anything else? Uh, yeah, I um I played the demo for Code Vein. Okay. And it's that game's pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah. It took me like an hour and a half to beat the the first like big old boss that uh, that they give you in the depths after you finish the main chunk of the demo. What type of game is it? Is it like a? I don't. It's even a know. Souls like. Oh, okay, okay. It's so. it's anime Souls through and through. Oh, okay, that's cool. And did you play anything else? Um, I played also the demo for Dissidia. Final Fantasy, uh, I think it's, I think it's NT. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard that. And I, I, heard and of, I played heard that, that, I played that using the new PlayStation 4 uh, system software 7 with improved remote play capabilities. Ooh. And I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed. Uh, like, playing on the touchscreen on my phone sucks, because yeah. of course it does. Yeah. But uh pairing my PS4 controller to my phone and then using it that way was actually surprisingly all right. Like it wasn't perfect. Um I there was definitely a little bit of input lag, but uh I was I was kind of able to to tolerate it. It felt very much like like on live back well, in the, back cool. in the day. Oh man, on live. That was such a concept. That's that's what it was. <laughs> that that is what it was. Now where and where can we find you? You can go to a robot website. Perfect. All your links are there. Uh Nathan Reeton's Ruth here. You can find me everywhere at Reeton. So if you go to Twitter, you can go to find me at Reeton. You can find me at YouTube at Reeton or Reeton Entertainment. You can find my website at Reeton Entertainment. You can find this very podcast that you're listening to on Spotify, on Stitcher, on iTunes, on TuneIn, uh, at Reeton Podcast. And you can find my stream, which I do stream uh, Monday through Friday typically. And that is from 6 p.m. Pacific time to 8 or 9 p.m. Pacific time. And you can, and that's at mixer.com forward slash Reeton. The games I played this week, um, I played some Overwatch, I think. I played, yeah, I, I did. I played some Overwatch. 
and I played Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. I saw you were playing that. And so it's a well-made game. It is gorgeous. Like, the graphics are amazing, but it's done by Team Ninja, so that kind of makes sense. They kind of are known for having really good graphics. And so there are, like, really annoying puzzles in the game. Have you played it? Uh, Are you talking about the find the symbol puzzles? The find the symbol puzzles, or there's like, oh, you have to position yourself in the correct way to look at this bridge, and then the bridge will come back together. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the perspective puzzles. Yeah, some of those puzzles are really annoying. Um, Whenever it came out, I remember that that was like the main complaint about the game, was uh, that a lot of those puzzles sucked. Yeah, well... The combat's really easy, too. Like, it's yeah. kind of like a, a Dark Souls game. Like, like you parry, and uh, you're, you're trying to dodge and stuff, but it's, like it, it's pretty easy. Like, the combat's pretty easy, but it's the, the, way, the mechanics work similar to that of Dark Souls. Uh, but... It's okay. It's 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 solid, and the story's interesting. So the whole point of it, I'm sure, uh, you know, is that like you're playing somebody who has severe uh, mental problems, uh, and it seems they have depression and they hear voices, and so uh, throughout the entire game, you're walking around and there's somebody like you'll just hear voices like, "They left you. They don't love you. Kill them all." Just like, you know, voices like you hear normally. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, that, yeah. that's just a Tuesday afternoon for me. Yeah. But um, the whole idea is you're, you're playing this character who has schizophrenia, and you're going through, and it, it seems like uh, if you watch the Hellblade feature on Hel- uh, Hellblade Senua Sacrifice, uh, they go through... The reasons why the puzzles are the way they are. It's that um, people with schizophrenia, oftentimes, they try to make patterns. They try to see patterns in things where there aren't really patterns. And so that's why the, the puzzles are so annoying is because it's they're trying to replicate that. They're trying to replicate uh, schizophrenics, trying to find patterns where they don't exist. So, uh, yeah, you're basically just trying to deal with the lost of the loss of your uh, boyfriend in the game. Senua's uh, uh, boyfriend ended up dying, and you're just trying to deal with the loss of that through her uh, psychosis. Basically, it's pretty interesting. It's a neat game. Uh, it's pretty short. It's like six to eight, six to nine hours, something like that. So it took me about eight hours to beat. And yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty okay. And just so you know, Roa, it's free with the uh, Game Pass on PC. Wow! 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 Uh, well, that's nice. It's nice. Uh, and then next—it's not next week, but the week after. Um, Game Pass for PC is going to have the Outer Worlds. That's going to be included in, on the Xbox Game Pass, which is pretty. Pretty exciting, I think. Wow! 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 Uh, did I play anything else? Oh, I played Beat Saber. 
on stream. And Beat Saber is pretty popular to play on stream, by the way. People, I, I, I regularly get like five to ten new followers every time I play Beat Saber. Really? So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And but the here's the problem. They're expecting uh, you to be good, aren't they? No, 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 no. Oh. They, first off, they come in and they're like, "I want you to play this song," and it's all it's it's always a song that's like expert or expert plus. Which, oh yeah, yeah. And it's like, why? Why do you want to torture me? Like, and then usually the people are cool. They're like, "Hey, don't worry about it. We don't expect you to actually be, you know, like do well at the song. Just just have fun, play the game." But there was every once in a while somebody comes in and they're just like, "Do this song," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." After this, I'll do that. And then they're like, "Do this song," and they keep on just being like, "Do the songs I want you to do." And I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play that song. And then they leave because you're not doing exactly what they want you to do. And I'm just like, eh, it's annoying. But usually just, uh, the people are pretty good. Use like, um, use like Streamlabs or, or Stream Elements or something and uh, have like a, a loyalty token system. Or you're on Mixer. Have I'm on them, Mixer. Uh, yeah. Use, um... Use that. Use that system. Sparks. Make it to where yeah embers. they have to spend embers. sparks to spend or embers, embers or whatever. Embers are the ones that give you money. Yeah. Sparks don't give you money anymore. They uh, they we we went over that right where the partners were able to get money from Sparks for a while, and then oh yeah, and then uh, people were abusing the system. No so, shit. They would just have buttons on their page that were like, donate 500,000 sparks. And it didn't do anything in the stream. It didn't like pop up anything. <laughs> it was just, you just gave them like hundreds of thousands of sparks. Now, to be fair, I think like a million sparks was like 10 bucks. So it wasn't like a huge amount that you were getting back. But if you have a bunch of people coming in and giving you hundreds of thousands of sparks, you're making money off of it. It's like, if you're on Chatterbait and you're getting tokens, like you know, it's it adds up after a while, right? So that's the idea. Yeah. So uh, they created embers, and embers are going to be. I think embers are for everyone now. Everyone can get embers and get money off of embers, but I'm not sure if that's implemented yet or if it's still in the pipeline. And that's that's what i'm kind of looking forward to is that people can spend embers which are like tokens in other sites so anyway let's move on let's talk about some stories uh let's let's talk about fortnite and uh blizzard blizzard first let's talk about blizzard first because we we mentioned that during our setup you and i are terrible people i played overwatch and you Played World of Warcraft. You're keeping your subscription. At least I'm not paying any extra money for mine. Why? Yeah. Why is it a bad thing that we are supporting a company that is is an American company? Uh, because they love China. Okay, and that's how's that a bad thing? I love Japan. Uh, because they so so the context of this is. There was a Hearthstone uh, player. He was in the Grandmasters Tournament, which Grandmasters Tournament is the single biggest 
uh, tournament for Hearthstone that is run officially in the world. And okay. uh, so this this player in China, uh, he's from Hong Kong, but um, this player, he was being interviewed and uh, he had been wearing a gas mask the whole time. Wait, you've been interviewed wearing a gas mask? Well, he'd he'd been wearing the gas mask while playing. And then uh, whenever the interview came up, he uh, he took off the gas mask and then said this this phrase that's like very much tied in with the Hong Kong protest, something along the lines of like uh, uh, free Hong Kong revolution of our time. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's, he does that, and the the casters both see this coming. As soon as he starts, like, as soon as he says free Hong Kong, they're like, oh, oh fuck. And they hide their faces, uh, trying to indicate that they don't support this. They don't want to have anything to do with it. Um, right. But then that all gets cut off, and next thing anybody knows, uh, that Hearthstone player has been banned from participating in any Hearthstone tournaments for one year. They have taken all of his prize money that he had already won, and the two casters who were just there, they, they were just there, uh, they're fired. They're not even allowed they to participate. Even though they obviously were turning they, their they, face because... Yeah, they didn't want to have anything to do with it. They They were very obvious about not wanting to have anything to do with it, but they were terminated. So just because they were in the room. Yep. Okay. That's that's bad. That's a bad thing. Pretty. And why why did they do that? Blizzard's got how how much of a stake does I think it's Tencent, right? Yes. Yeah, it's because of Tencent, um, who's a Japanese yeah. or a Chinese company. Yep. And I think the thing is, I don't think Tencent. I think they might only own like a ten percent stake yeah, in I think, I Activision thought it was, Blizzard. I think it was five to ten percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's weird to me that Blizzard went this far out of the way with it. But and and like they they made a statement on American social media that said, "Well, uh, it's in the rules. If you do anything." that would make people mad at blizzard or hurt our image then you're out uh what yeah that that, that is how in the would rules. that hurt their image though because of the hong kong protests and still, china but okay but it wouldn't hurt their image it 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 would because blizzard is promoting and associating themselves with this guy who is promoting the Hong Kong protests, which as far as China is concerned, uh, aren't happening. Everything's fine. Hong Kong is still a Chinese country. Uh, well, isn't Hong Kong... Hong Kong's a city in China, right? Yeah. It's not a, it's not a country. But it's, but it's like its own separate thing in a lot of ways. Because uh, it, it was... It was like a British uh, territory. 
And so it kind of has its own separate economy and everything from China. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's considered like a Chinese province or something like that. So like China has like, they they have like a representative that comes in and like meets with the politicians that run Hong Kong. And I don't know, it's a really nuanced thing and I, I don't know enough to. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly but what's going on. The, the, the protests all stemmed from uh, a new law that was being considered to be put in place that would make it to where criminals who are wanted by China could be extradited from Hong Kong into China. Oh, up okay. until Up until that law was brought into consideration, there was no formal agreement between Hong Kong and China on how extradition would be carried out. So Hong Kong had no legal, n- no legal need to send criminals to China, which, if you know anything about China, you're a criminal if you watch Winnie the Pooh. So yeah, they they yeah they're pretty totalitarian in that in that sense. So it makes it, it makes sense that you wouldn't want to be like extradited. Um, and also, like, they're super locked down, right? So China is uh, super locked down when it comes to the internet and to the point where you could be a criminal if you get on Facebook because you're circumventing the internet and getting on Facebook, right? Yes, so, using a VPN in China is illegal. Now, fa- I, it should be noted that uh, Facebook used to be allowed in China and then they banned it for some reason. And I don't, I, I mean, I know why they don't want outside influence or whatnot but um, yeah it's probably just because the chinese government came up with weibo or whatever yeah and And... i have a i have a chinese friend uh for on facebook and she hasn't posted in a long time so uh, i really i don't think she's dead i think she uh ended up dead moving somewhere she she was a foreign exchange student here to a a hole in the ground yeah, she was moved to a hole in the ground uh, where she lives she peacefully. Buried alive by the Chinese government. She was not. I really hope she wasn't. But okay, so Hong Kong protests <laughs> are bad. I saw, I did see, I was right before we did this podcast, I was on Twitter. And apparently, the protests aren't quite legal there or uh, aren't quite tolerated as well as they should be. To be fair, protests aren't quite tolerated in the United States as they should be. I don't understand. We have freedom of speech, but yet people still get arrested for protesting. Right? So, um, about that, uh, in Hong Kong, I believe they still have a right to organize. So, like, they, they, I don't think it's considered a right to protest. But I oh, okay. do believe that they have they have a right to basically not not protest necessarily, but organize themselves in such a manner that might be construed to be a protest. I see, and that's kind of why they're why they're getting so pissed off about it is that like the they're trying to protest, and then the government's coming in and like, yeah, well, have well, then- some fucking tear gas. Yeah, and then they're also taking people away, and those people are disappearing. And uh, they, 
I saw a video where somebody was getting dragged away by a police officer, and another person, another protester came up and started pulling at the guy who was being dragged away, and the cop was trying to, you know, hold on to the guy, and then a third guy comes in and does a beautiful flying drop kick right nice. to the police officer. <laughs> I was just like, that is amazing. He did like the like a Bruce Lee crane kick or whatever. And I was just like, that was good. That was good. I love that. So uh, they ended up getting the guy away from the police officer. And the police officer uh, just laid there. The, I think one <laughs> of the guys hit him in the head a couple times. Um, good. But the police, but the police officer had a helmet on. Like he was not seriously injured at all. Yeah, should have knocked the helmet off. And so the the three guys run away, and the police officer just stands up and like walks the other way. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, okay, so we talked about Blizzard. Uh, let's talk about Fortnite. So, uh, Fortnite was uh, it, there. There's something fucking weird going on in Fortnite right now. Yeah. No one knows what what's going on. Okay. Uh, basically, right now I have the live stream open, and it is a black hole. And that's it. If you try to play Fortnite right now, it's just a black hole, right? Yep. If you you open Fortnite, you go through the menu, and it's a black hole. Okay. Why don't you turn on uh, Fortnite? Why don't you download Fortnite and and play it? Fuck that shit. Uh, oh. So. Events that have happened thus far, uh, every once in a while, the black hole, like, blows up a little bit. It, like, shoots out some light, and okay. then a number will show up on the screen. Okay. No one, no one really knows what the numbers mean. Um, and uh, mobile has been pushed a 7.5 gig update. Wow. So, uh, I'm kind of in the boat that it's, it's a new map. They're, they're just wiping out the old map and making a new one because, uh, so the way that this, way that this all got started is if you were playing Fortnite, uh, around like an hour and a half ago or so, um, suddenly there was a big explosion at the center of the map. And then everything just got sucked into the black hole. And if you were on the menu, even there was a big explosion behind your character, and then everything on the menu got pulled into the black hole. That th- but, you know, that is one thing I've always hated about battle royale games. Um, uh, big the black lack, hole. The lack of maps. Like, yeah. Like Realm Royale, uh, PUBG. Fortnite, like it's always, it's always the same thing, right? Like you have the same map every single time you play. And they yeah, make it that, a little bit different comes each time. But yeah, I'm just like, you know, you're not really wanting me to play this game. If it's, I like variations of maps. I I like going and playing, like Halo. Halo has Blood Gulch. Halo has a uh, Warlock or Wizard, whatever it's called. Uh, and then, like, it has a bunch yeah, of but, different maps to play. But, like, that, that part of the idea is that you make the map really, really big and varied. And then, yeah. like, you can memorize areas of the map. 
You can memorize areas of the map with multiple maps that are. You can. Yeah, that are just as big. I think they should have they they should have like three or four maps, all of them roughly the same size, but different layouts and stuff like that. Just maybe, to make just make maybe that's variety. what the new update will be. Maybe maybe it will be that or people are gonna... people are calling it uh, people are calling it chapter two. It chapter two. That's it. It. Um, they're putting the creature it. Pennywise. Pennywise is going to be in the game now. Hey, they they put Thanos in the game. And Batman. And Batman. Yeah. So, not Joker, even though Joker would be more relevant right now, but whatever. There are a lot of really, uh, really angry people in the comments, too, because there are a bunch of, like, 10 and 12-year-olds who are reeing about not being able to play the game they didn't pay for. Well, you know, sometimes there's downtime, you know? Whoa! Whoa! Okay, breaking news. If you play Gears 5 between September 15th and October 27th, you get WWE Superstar Batista for free. Yeah, you didn't know that? I did not know that. (laughs) Yep, you get get WWE Superstar Batista. Uh, He's not... He's actually retired, by the way. Um, He wrestled his last... He, he does his, movies now. Yeah, he wrestled his last match at WrestleMania against Triple H. And he tripped into the ring. It was <laughs> hilarious. He caught he caught his foot on the rope and tripped. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about stories I actually care about. The PlayStation 5. Oh boy. I I'm I'm What's it going to be called? Yeah, it's going to be called the PlayStation 4.5? No, it's uh the PlayStation 5 is probably I'll probably buy it and the, and here's the reason I will not buy another Xbox because all the games I want on Xbox are coming to PC so there's no real reason for me to get an Xbox right cuz Halo is coming on PC and uh the Forza games if I want to play those and yada 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 all the uh, WWE games even are coming to PC so, there's no reason for me to get an Xbox. However, uh, PlayStation still has some good exclusives, like Spider-Man, uh, Days Gone, stuff like that. So, I'll probably get Persona. the PlayStation 5. Huh? Persona. Persona, yeah, Persona. So, I'll probably get the PlayStation 5 when it comes out. And they've been s- slowly giving us more information about what's going to be on the PlayStation 5. So, uh, first off, I think uh, I'm reading through this article from Wired. It says uh, the PlayStation 5 should have, uh, it should be based on Ryzen, which you already knew. Uh, GPU is going to be based on the Navi uh, family. It will have a solid state drive. And... uh, the 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 concept consoles are I really hope have you seen the stupid like the U shape concept? Oh, that stuff. Yeah, but that always happens. That's like, true. remember when the fucking the PS3 was getting talked about, and they were like, "It's gonna be a boomerang controller." Actually, that and, was like, a that was a design they had though. Yeah, yeah, it, it, but like, and then with like the PS4, 
people actually thought that it was going to be called the PlayStation Orbis, and they had, like, concept art of, like, this ball sitting on top of a box. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they... Like, they... I can promise you it's just going to be a fucking VCR. Oh, yeah. That's all it's, it's going to be. You know what? I, it's going to look like the PlayStation 4 with... Or the PlayStation 4 Pro with another layer to it. That's all it's going to be. Because <laughs> you know how the PlayStation 4 had, like, instead of one layer, it had two layers. And the next one's going to have three layers. So anyway, they were doing an interview with Mark Cerny, and they've, they've given some, some specifics. Uh, they say there's ray tracing acceleration in the GPU hardware. So there's going to be hardware uh, ray tracing inside the PlayStation 5. Now, how good it's going to be, I have no idea. Um, but it, it's pretty cool. That was one thing I actually noticed while playing uh, Hellblade, was that I was like, I was looking for, for the putt, like to complete some of the puzzles, and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe this puzzle, you have to look in the water and then like see the reflection. And I would look down, and the reflection would disappear because it wasn't on the screen anymore. So, because screen space reflections. And so, real-time ray tracing would allow you to have uh, more intricate puzzles for a game like that, which would actually be pretty cool. So, ray tracing is going to be in there. And I'm reading through the article. Sorry. It's going to have a solid-state drive. Of course, it's going to be great. They say it's going to be, like, 10 times faster because they had a 5,400 RPM into the stupid PlayStation 4 and the play, uh, Xbox One. Uh, yeah, and it... Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't... I don't get it. It says that uh, physical games for the PlayStation 5 will use uh, 100 gig Blu-ray drives. Because right now, I think they only use single-sided. So they only use... Or is it double? No, they, they use dual layer. They use dual One layer, layer of Blu-ray is 25 gigs. Yeah, so they do they do dual layer, which is fifty gigs. They're going to be doing, I think it's triple layer Blu-rays or a hundred quads. Quad layer. No, 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 triple layer. Sure, triple layer. Pretty sure. Uh, let me just look this up. Ray capacity. I'm pretty sure it goes twenty five. So it says Blu-ray discs come with a capacities of twenty five for a single layer. 50 for a dual layer, and 100 gigs for a third layer. Huh. That... I don't know how they're able to do that. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but okay. And then, uh, with a fourth, fourth storage layer, you can get up to 128 gigs. What? I, I know, right? It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure. But anyway, yes, they're, they're going to be... Um, pretty good, pretty good. It says, uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything interesting else. Uh, of course, they're going to have the same PlayStation controller design. Um, there might be a microphone on the controller. Yeah, there might be a microphone on the controller. And, oh, it's going to have an improved speaker on the controller. Uh, the haptics can enable some astonishing effects. First, I play through a series of short demos. Courtesy of the same Japan studio that's designed PlayStation VRs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they may use linear actuators for vibration instead of just a rumble motor. 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm, we're reading this from Wired, so I'm just going to read some of this. It says, uh, he ran a character well, through a platform level featuring a number of different surfaces, all of which gave distinct and surprisingly immersive tactile experiences. So the, I would imagine it's similar to the haptic sensors in the Joy-Cons. That, yeah, it, they're just linear actuators. Yeah. If you if you own an iPhone, uh, it's what does the vibration in those. It's just a lot more precise in terms of what you can do with it as compared to a weight on a spinning motor. Yeah. Um, they also did, uh, he played through Gran Turismo, uh, Gran Turismo Sport, and he said that the way that it was, the the feedback was, like if you're driving on dirt, it would feel different than if you're dri- driving on... Um, like pavement when when you're actually driving in the game. So that's pretty cool if if you could have something like that. Um I'm not let's see there was something I really wanted to talk about here but I can't remember or find it. But I remember the SSD is what a lot of people are talking about which is honestly it's stupid if they don't have an SSD in there at this point, right? You can get a 500 gig SSD for under $50. Are you maybe thinking of the part up near the top where it talks about how they might be able to split up different portions of the game? So that, like, if if you only want to install, say, the multiplayer portion, you can possibly do that. Because the OS isn't going to... uh, isn't going to just install a package of the game you'll be able to have more choices with how that data is treated well that's pretty cool because like let's say you buy uh something like call of duty right who plays the single player in call of duty anymore besides aroa nobody i don't even play call i don't even play call of duty me neither but but let's say you know you buy call of duty and you don't want the single player you can then just install um, that portion of the game, it, which I think they already have something like that, uh, kind of, except for it's like on Steam, you, can, you get like the multiplayer and you get the single player and you install each, each of them separately. It would be nice well, um, when you're setting up, when you insert the disc into the game, or I'm sorry, the disc into the console, um, it just says, do you want the full experience, multiplayer or single player? And you could choose which one you want to install. Yeah, it's um, it seems like a, a logical step from what uh is kind of underutilized currently, where you can sort of play the game while it's installing. Yeah, where you, that's you always get fun. like uh, you get like a tutorial mission or something while you wait for the game to install. Yeah, they also said I think it's supposed to be. The SSD is supposed to be like ten times faster than the current system, and they were talking well, no about no fucking how it... shit. It's an SSD. Yeah, compared to a uh, com- compared to a spinning disc, not just a spinning disc, a fifty four hundred RPM spinning disc. Yeah. And the d- another difference is that hopefully the operating system will be designed better to utilize SSDs because you can take an SSD and put it in your Xbox One or your PlayStation 4, and it will increase, um, or I'm sorry, it will decrease load times and make make everything a much smoother experience for you. However, um, the operating system 
isn't quite designed for either one of those. So it's it's better to actually just get a hybrid drive where a lot of the work is done on the on the drive itself and not in the com, uh on on the console. Just yeah, cuz uh I don't think either either OS supports trim. I would imagine not. So uh they're actually pretty pretty bad when it comes to that. So if you're going to upgrade your hard drive, get like a 2 terabyte hybrid drive and uh just pop one of those in and that that'll work a lot better than having uh SSD. It'll it'll the SSD would have faster load times, but it's not significant enough between the SSD and the hybrid drive. Anyway, um they're also going to have USB-C. Nice. I love USB-C. You don't like USB-C, but I love USB-C. I'm just <laughs> Too many, too many bad things. Too many bad things can go wrong with it. I haven't had any problems with it, but I haven't. I don't have any like shitty cables. Like I didn't buy like ten bucks, ten for a dollar USB C cables from the dollar store. So I, uh, I, I haven't had that problem. Uh. But I, uh, but I can, I understand your fears, and I don't want things to blow up either. But I do love, I like USB C. I like having just being able to plug it in. Uh, I use it at my work a lot. We have, uh, actually, I use it every day at my work because I have a computer that I have a laptop that uh, the docking station is USB C compatible. So I just plug in the USB C cable into my computer. I don't have to have any other plugs, and it hooks up my monitors. It hooks up all my USB devices, and it powers my laptop. It's pretty great to just have the one cable solution you just plug in. But whatever. Anyway. And I, I, I like it as a concept. It's just... it can it, it, the, A cable shouldn't be able to blow up your phone just because it's cheap. I tend to agree. Uh, but I've had, I've had some weird issues with cheap micro usb cables i don't know if you've had this issue too uh as well like i plugged in to a cheap micro usb cable before and like my phone just started freaking out i have had it where it'll like it'll like rapidly connect and disconnect over and over again i haven't had something is shorted out i'm not talking about that like i'm i'm saying like the screen would freak out like i like it was trying to make button presses that i wasn't pressing Oh, that that can also be that that's an electrical thing, yeah. Yeah, so that was really weird. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's cool. PlayStation Five. Uh, if anybody wants to get me a birthday present next year, get give me one of those. Let's. Oh, they're going on. to do machine learning using the GPU. Ooh. Ooh. Oh boy. Let's move on. We're going to talk about Steam's next big feature, which doesn't the PlayStation already have this? PlayStation 4 has had this for, like, several years. Yeah. Local multiplayer online, which is kind of neat. So next, Steam's next big feature, and this is from Ars Technica, is... Uh, I don't know when it's coming out. Do they have a date on here? October 21st. Uh, it says, On Wednesday, Steam sent a stealth news update to developers about a surprise new feature coming to Steam as soon as October 21st. It's called Remote Play Together. The feature will transform any local multiplayer video game into an online one 
and it will work by having the primary player stream their game to up to three other friends, meaning that other players won't have to buy a copy to join in. So that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So my question... Well, see, I don't know how well this is going to work, okay? Have you tried the, the PlayStation one? I haven't. Uh, I haven't since it first came out. Um, whenever it first came out, it was kind of eh. So I, I think it, it's, it's going to... It's been a while. Uh, there's, you're going to be the host, right? So that's for, at least for me, it's going to cause a problem, right? Because, like, say you're the host or I'm the host. One, whoever's hosting is going to have a better connection. So if you're playing, like, a fighting game, the person who's the host is going to have an upper well, hand of the person yeah, the, who, who's not host. The, host. the host will literally have no input latency right. by definition. Yeah, well... No more late, uh, latency than what's you know you already see between your controller and your computer, or your keyboard yeah. and mouse and your computer. But In there's always words, a little bit. One there's millisecond. Yeah. So that's not cool. But if it, but like a puzzle game, like let's say um, a game like Portal, Portal Two, or something like that, that would be really cool because you don't really have to. You're not competing against one another, right? Or like an RPG, yeah. Uh, like it, a lot of, uh, a lot of like roguelite games would probably mm-hmm. be fine. So, and anything, anything that's slower paced than a fighting game or maybe a shooter. So this comes out on October twenty first, and WWE two K twenty comes out on October twenty second. So, you should play WWE 2K20 with me. <laughs> do not let's not do that. That would be bad. My internet connection's already not great to to be doing uh just just normal streaming and then in on top of that trying to do like game streaming to you at the same time. That would kind of sucks. Anyway, how it works. Uh once the beta goes live, so you'll have to get um the beta version of Steam, which I already have. Yeah. Uh, players can pull up the Steam Overlay Shift tab on the keyboard while playing a Steam game of, with any form of local multiplayer and load their friends list. Once you send a remote, remote play together invite, it's just like hand, uh, handing a second controller to a friend. Uh, on a more technical level, the host computer renders the game in question while also shouldering two other burdens. It must stream the video game to other participants, and it must juggle all incoming buttons and commands from other players. Valve's email promises that the feature will support 1080p video signals sent from another player, from other players at 60 frames per second refresh, though all players must have at least a 10 megabit per second connection uh, for a successful low latency uh, connection. So... I really want to try this out, but I just I don't know what games to try it with. So, but but I'm I'm sure we'll figure something out, right? Um, Star Trek Bridge Crew. Would that would that work? What would be the? It's already an online game. I know, I know. 
let's see what games I have that that wouldn't. I I have a ton of games, but let's just look at the ones installed. I don't think any of the ones I have installed have any form. Let's use. The oh new... oh, you know what? This one this one might work. Um, I don't know if it has local multiplayer. And just but, uh, but it's a game that just like, use. Just use the 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 new library, and search for tag local multiplayer. Oh yeah, yeah. How do I do that? Uh. <laughs> uh, you hit you hit the little hit the little uh, settings looking button underneath of the four squares. Okay, I will. What games do you have while I look for this? Uh, I've got Battle Block Theater. Um, Castle Crashers, uh, Duck Game, Duck Game, uh, uh, Dynasty Warriors 8 Extreme Legends Complete Edition. Okay. Um, I've got a lot of old games. Um, I bet you do, because you're old. Guacamelee. Guacamelee? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that one would be good for it, though. Hammer right. Fight, Hammer Watch, uh, Jamestown. Okay. So I was looking at one uh, that you might actually like to play, but I don't know if you would buy it. These are just ones I have installed, by the way. Or this is just one I have installed. It's uh, Toe Jam and Earl, Back in the Groove. Has local multiplayer. Yeah. And that's a... I think you would like that game. Right? Maybe? Have you played the original Toe Jam and Earl? Yeah, I played it on Sega Genesis. Yeah, me too. I uh, I played a lot more... Um, I played a lot more of the number two. The second one? The second one. Return to Funkatron or whatever? Yeah, and the reason I played a lot more of that was because it was on Sega Channel. Well, that's the one I owned. It was on Sega Channel. The first one was... Sega Channel subscription? I did. I did have a Sega Channel for like three months. And then my dad did a bunch of meth and didn't pay the bill. So I lost it. And I really hate my family. But yes, I had Sega Channel. It was awesome. Did you did you That's ever have neat. did you ever have Sega Channel? God no. <laughs> yeah, it was like my mom she showed me the bill and it was like three months past due and she's like, It's hundred and eighty dollars and we don't have the money to pay for it. And I was like, But but I wanna play video games and she's like, Well, we're we're gonna have to get rid of cable and I'm like, Well that sucks. <laughs> I don't like that. And then when I was a teenager, uh, my mom, I was complaining about that because, yes, I, I hold on to grudges, apparently. That's, that's what happened. And my mom's like, well, your dad wanted to get drugs, and so we didn't pay the cable bill. That's why we lost that. And I was like, wow, I hate both of you. <laughs> like, come on. Pay the bills and then do the drugs. You have to prioritize people. So yes, uh, we could play Toe Jam and Earl 
back in the groove. I don't think I have anything else that has local multiplayer. Um, Jackbox Party Pack obviously is online. See what I what well, I think is of. cool. What I think is cool about this is we have like like Toadjam and Earl is not just it's it's online multiplayer and local multiplayer is enabled. And so yeah. this way you don't actually have to buy a game like to to be able to play it with a friend. Like you don't have to be like, well, you have to actually come over to play it with me. You can just be at your house and we can play the game together. And uh, I, so that's really cool. Like I I continue to say that like that should just be the case. There yeah. should just be a co-op only version of your game that can only connect to somebody else who's hosting the game. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that makes a lot of sense. So hopefully hopefully we'll be able to use this to great effect and play lots of games together. Uh and I wonder if it will also work for games that you bring into Steam. You know how you can add non Steam games to your library? Oh I'm 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 sure. That would be pretty cool too. Because then we could play, like, emulators together. Which the emulators already have online stuff, but that's still pretty cool. The, the, to be fair, the online emulator stuff is a pain in the ass to get working half the time. Have it's you tried? better now. It's, it's still it's better now, but you, all, you have to make sure you have the same ROM. You have the same version of the software. And well, then yeah, if but, all the stars like, align, it kind of works. As far as the... Can't you with the ROM thing? Don't don't most of them just let you send the ROM to the other person? Well, I mean, you could just send it over Discord, right? That too. Yeah. So, uh, this will be fun. This will be cool, and I I really like this this idea, and I'm really happy that they learned after you know five years of PlayStation doing it. I think it's <laughs> even longer than that. I think they've had it since since launch. Of the PlayStation 4, they had the sharing feature. Um, like they it, were, I mean, they it were, was it was the same year, definitely. Yeah, they were talking about it before the PlayStation 4 was released. They were talking yeah. about doing that. So yeah, I, I I do remember that. I I think it took them a little while to actually get it going, but yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. So Connor put in this last story, and. Uh, he does this all the time. He'll be like, we need to talk about this. And then he won't show up for the podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> so now we have to talk about it. And I actually did read a little bit about this. Uh, and we spoke a little bit in our Discord about it. Uh, there was a man in Japan who was arrested for modding and reselling a PlayStation 3. Which makes... I mean, I don't like it. But I don't... Like it's it's their laws, right? We're not. It's not like the the Hong Kong protests where they're like beating people, and like trying to do bad things to them. It's okay. Japan has laws potentially against this, so I don't. I I I don't know. Anyway, this is from Kotaku. It says forty four year old Tadaki uh, has been arrested. Uh, in Japan for modding a PlayStation 3 and then selling it. Uh, he is accused for jailbreaking PS3s so game discs 
could be copied and then played without reinserting them. He was arrested for selling a modded PlayStation 3 for uh, 15,555 yen, or $145, to a Tokyo man in his 40s. Not only does this violate Japanese trademark law, but it violates the company's unfair competition prevention law, which protects the rights of companies to sell their products. The modded PlayStation 3 was sold last year through an online auction site. As a part-time worker, he was arrested yesterday in an affidavit. He said that he did this for his income. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously he did this to make money, right? Um, so what is this unfair competition prevention law? That seems like a lot of reading that I'm not... Did you, cl- did you click that link, Aroa? Yeah, I did, and I stopped reading it pretty quickly. Um, let's just say it's very, very, very long. Um, the it, it's but chances it's, are that this is actually illegal. Yeah, and while that is bullshit, like there's not a whole lot you can do about it. So here's the thing: I don't think, from what it seems like. I don't think modding the console is illegal. Okay? Yeah, it's reselling it afterwards. Yeah, and I think it might have been the specific type of mod too, right? Well, you're just jailbreaking it. Yeah, you're jailbreaking it, and you're allowing it to play burn CDs. Or burn DVD Um, or uh, Blu-rays. Well, no, no one one burns Blu-rays. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what it says. That's literally what it says. No, no. Oh, it, you oh, put no. the you put the Blu-ray in the console, you rip the game, and then you take the game back to the rental store. You don't they don't have rental stores in Japan. Uh yeah, I know. We went over that, but that's what well, I we did. did. We haven't gone over that on the podcast. No. Or we might it, have. Apparently renting games is illegal in Japan. Yeah, so that's that's a, a big part of it is that um you you could still sell them. Like you could go uh, they have uh, pawn shops and stuff that you can go resell the game. So you could go to um, your local hard off and uh, resell the games. They're like little thrifts, uh, little pawn shops that you can go to, which they're awesome, so, I mean, by the way. Like, technically, um, I, I, I like rental might technically be illegal in America. Well, I don't know. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Uh, I, like, maybe the first sale doctrine takes care of that. I'm not yeah, really so, sure. So they Nintendo has had disagreements with Blockbuster and stuff in the past. So, uh, and Nintendo lost. Okay. Uh, basically saying that they can rent games out in, in America. But renting games is illegal in Japan, but like everything else you can rent. So we, we read over this, uh, you can rent DVDs and Blu-rays like you, you can normally, right? But you can also rent audio CDs. So you can, you can rent those. And then at the counter, they usually have blank CDs. You can buy totally (laughs) separate from the, the audio CDs that you're renting. So like I, like I said, I totally legit, uh, after I jailbroke my PS3, I went to Family Video, I rented like six games for one night, 
and I just went through and ripped each one of them immediately. Yeah, uh, I I have a jailbroken PS3, and I put my owned copy, which I actually do own a copy of, 3D.GameHeroes on it, just to see how it worked. And it works flawlessly. It's great. I love it. My my mom ruined it. She updated the PS3 at one uh, point. You can... They, they have... Like, your PlayStation 3 probably is still pretty old on the software bandwagon. So... You could go. You could definitely go and re-enable your jailbreak on it. In Might fact, they be able to now. In fact, they have it jailbroken to the point where you can play PlayStation Two games through the like. You can load up a PlayStation Two game onto your drive and and play that as well. Uh, yeah, which is pretty because cool. it's a sixty gig. Oh no no no! You can do it even with uh. No, I know. I know what you're saying. Even with the newer it, ones. You can also, use the, the, the emulator. <laughs> also, why did I not steal that when I visited you in Illinois? I don't think I had it here at the time. I think it was still at my mom's. You in know, a box. If I were like if I were a uh, a bad person, there is so much stuff I would have wanted to take from Sony when I worked there. I showed you I've they have the I, I showed you they have the PlayStation 2 test kits. Oh, I'm sorry, the PlayStation 3 test kits, which yeah. can play... Those can play um, burned games, like uh, like in-development games, but they can also play retail games. Yeah. Um, they had PlayStation 2, the, the giant PlayStation 2 dev kit with, like, dip switches and two 3.5-millimeter hard drive slots. They were 45 pounds. <laughs> we weighed them. Um, they had Vita test kits. Uh, and actually, one of the things I thought was really cool, too, was they had um, still wrapped up in the cellophane and everything uh, and their jewel cases, PlayStation-branded blank CDs. What the fuck? Yeah, so they these are the CDs that they would use when oh, they for were like testing. Yeah, they would burn the game, burn their uh, game onto the these CDs, and then test them out. And That's they amazing. they had like two boxes full of these, and I was just like, man, uh, if I was a bad person, I would have taken a couple of those, but I didn't. I'm a good uh, employee. Uh, that would have been that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Um, you know, they, I wonder, like, they don't say here whether he put games onto the PlayStation 3 before selling it, though. Cause he probably didn't. Something like this happened in, something like this happened in, uh, in America, right? Where somebody was modding, was it PlayStation 4s? And putting, or maybe it was PlayStation 3s and putting games onto it. And then selling it on eBay, just loaded up with a bunch of games, and that, and then he ended up getting arrested because he was, he ended up selling three of them to FBI agents, and they're like, well, yeah, this is definitely a modded PlayStation Three or whatever. So maybe, maybe, possibly that's uh, that's what happened. But I have no idea. It doesn't sound like he actually put games on it. It sounds like he just 
enabled the ability for other people to put games on it. So, I don't know. Uh, and it was for 145 I want to say maybe, just maybe, uh, that this is why, um, at least in America, if you go onto sites that, like, sell uh, console mods, yeah. nobody sells pre-modded consoles. They only sell the service of installing the mod for you. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Well, there are some that sell modded consoles, right? I but thought... maybe that's illegal. Maybe. Maybe it is. I have seen... Like, like I've seen the ones where people are like, you send us your console, and we'll mod it for you, and then ship it back to you. Or we'll send you the mod, and you can do it yourself. Yeah. So... I don't know. I I think that's a huge gray area, and I'm not really a fan of it. I think you should, once you buy the system, you should be able to do whatever you want with it and then resell it however you want. But I completely understand that, like, say I mod the console and then I, I give it, I sell it to you. And it has software on it that you have to purchase. But you didn't purchase that software, and that software wasn't included in our agreement. Like, say I have NHL 2006 on my original Xbox, and I sell you that original Xbox, but I don't give you NHL as part of the deal, the actual disc. Uh, I could see that being a violation of the law because I'm not giving you the physical copy as well. But, ah, uh, well, I don't know. I feel bad for the guy. He it was one hundred and forty five bucks, and he's probably going to prison over this, which kind of yeah. sucks. That's the way the ball bounce. And now we're gonna read through the unfair competition preve- prevention law, chapter one. No, <laughs> Just the whole thing. That's what we're gonna read through for the rest of the pot. This thing. It's fucking huge. That's that's law for you. It it really is. Like they they get paid a lot just to make everything complex. Anyway, thank you for being here, Aroa. No problem. And you're gonna be here next week having the Aroa Entertains podcast. I will be. And I will be gone. I will be in Portland, Oregon. Uh I didn't tell you. I got lucky. I got really oh, yeah? lucky. Not, not sexually. Um, <laughs> so I was, so this Thursday is October 17th. And uh, my friend and I were, were going to go up. The idea was, okay, on the 17th, after I'm done with work, so at 5, I'm going to drive, I'm going to go over, pick him up, and then we're going to drive up to Portland and we have a hotel, a couple hotel rooms we're going to rent up there. Thankfully, he works at a hotel, so the one thing he's good for is getting like hotels for like $35 a night. So, um, apparently somebody's quitting in Clackamas, which is three hours away from where I'm at. It's, it's in Portland, basically. And they're quitting on Thursday. 
And so my boss was like, okay, so what you're going to do is on Thursday, you're going to come to work for like an hour. We're going to have a meeting and then drive up to Clackamas. And we want you to um, disassemble the computer that's there and put it in the server room. And then take this other person who's working there and move her computer over to where the quitter is sitting. And then we're going to rent you a hotel room, and you're going to stay up there on Thursday night. So I was already planning on going up there, and now my company is paying for me to get my own hotel room for a night. So that's (laughs) that's less money I have to spend, and I get paid for travel. So I'm getting paid. I get paid like $160 to go drive up there and back. Well, so I got really lucky with the way with the way that this trip is going. What's up? No, that's what I was saying. Like, well, I guess you can't complain too much then. Yeah. Question. Have you found a job yet? No. Okay. I have an interview uh Thursday though. Good luck. I hope Dairy Queen hires you. I will see you uh, in two weeks. Thank you, Ro. Bye. Bye.